Hi, I'm Raval Davis, and welcome to God is My Agent, the podcast. On this episode of God is My Agent, I hosted a live Instagram chat with the Emmy Award-winning host, comedian and actress, Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard is here, you guys. Excited. Here she is. Sherry! Hey, how are you? Hello, gorgeous. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am so well. I'm doing uh, the best that I can. We were just talking about ways to stay positive in this time and practicing gratitude is one of the ways that I do that. But before we get into all that, I want to introduce, I mean, I don't really have to introduce you. You are the Emmy winning actress, comedian, executive producer, all of the things, all of the slashes, an amazing woman and an amazing woman of God, which I'm so glad to have you on God is my agent, the podcast. Sherry Shepard, y'all, Sherry Shepard is here. I am so excited. Oh, they say you're glowing. They say you're glowing, Sherry. Thank you. (laughs) You get, you know you gotta you gotta keep make make sure in this time like mental wellness checks you know like I told um and and I I'm only mentioning people that folks know to 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 emphasize my point but like Nisi Nash called me like at five this morning just yeah. to make sure I was gonna be okay to do a whole day of press you know yeah. to, to check on me. And I so appreciated that because sometimes you're just down in your spirit and then around 11.55, Kim Whitley called to check on me. And then Octavia Spencer was like, it was a little text going, hey friend, you know, heart check. And, and you know, and I do that to people. So it's kind of just, keep you. We, we have to keep, especially women, we got to keep each other lifted yeah. up because everybody yeah. going through something different, you know, in their lives during this, this moment of time you know so i love that i love that how your friends show up for you and that's clearly a reflection of you you know the the reason they feel that they should show up for you and that they have to show up for you like that you know would you agree yeah i i do and i have i have to say i have really really good friends you know and yvette nicole brown was texted me and she's like you know, I'm subbing for somebody that you you on your press tour, and I'll be there. And it, that just made my heart feel good because I was like, it's Yvette Nicole Brown asking me questions. And um, I think it's so important about who you align yourself with, who you partner yourself with in terms of friendship. And people say, oh, Hollywood is so this and it's so that, and it is. It is absolutely everything you say it is. But you have to find those people who really share your core beliefs. Yeah, core beliefs. So when you're going through the thick and thin of it, those people you know will be there. They won't be the flighty friends or the folks that are there just for the perks, because that shows that that shows itself very quickly. And so partnership is so important. So these people that I ride with, the Nisi, Kim Whitley, I've been friends with them for 25 years. Nisi said, "Stop saying 30," because stop. She said, "Stop it." You know, but like it's literally being like Kim Whitley and I lived across the street from each other when we were both struggling comics. And, you know, I've known Octavia for a long time. So these are not new people that I'm meeting, but then also yeah. new people that I'm meeting, trying to figure out who I want to mentor and pour into because I am that auntie and don't mind being called auntie, you know, who I want to, to pour into yeah. to, to, to be able to navigate this world and keep your sanity. 
you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, so, I think that is very important. I think women, we need to look at who are, because I don't, I'm gonna tell you something, when I hear women say, yeah, you know, women, mm -mm, I'll do better with men, that's not good. Mm -mm. We're designed to connect and co-partner with women. Because there's yes. things that you go through where it's like somebody's going to keep you strong and undergird you and nurture you. The stuff that a man can't do. I love my yes. brothers. And, and, but, you know, it's like we, we need our friends, our sisters. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. we go through stuff. When, when those times when we like, I just, I don't know if I can make it. That's your girlfriend, your sister friend, yep. you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a whole word right there. Sisterhood. Girl. Sisterhood. That's that's the word. The L is silent. Like in sisterhood, we, it you got to dig deep into that. You have to because your sisters just know how to feed your spirit. Mm -hmm. It's so many triggers out here now. You, I mean, literally, you're going through it, and you know, and you know, if a Kelly Stewart would call me and be like, friend, and just that her voice is so soothing and sweet, mm -hmm. and you know, friend, that's all I need to hear. And I'm like. Yeah. Ah! So, <laughs> dig deep to sisterhood. It's, it's yeah. important for our life, our our sanity. Yes, I think that's such an important word because we have a lot of actors and artists and TV personalities or aspiring ones who listen to this podcast, and that's an important word for us. And I think we don't always think about that, right? Like the people, literally, who you're surrounding yourself with when you go through those rough times. Who's going to encourage you? Who's going to answer the phone? Who's going to call you? Um, and check yeah, on you. This navigating this world, you know, I see so many people. They get into trouble on social media. They get into, you know, you it there. This is a it, this is a whole world in of itself, Hollywood, and trying yeah. to get ahead in what you want to do in your belief. And you you also need people who can guide you through yeah. this maze and who can encourage you. I you know, for example, I'm pitching uh I'm pitching my own show to networks, and it's a great show. And this is yes. the time for black women. I've been turned yeah. down by six of the people. It's incredibly discouraging. But then yeah. I call other girlfriends who are like, baby, look, don't, you know, do this, boom, 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 boom. Don't do this. You know, don't worry about this because when this door opens, and I, and I know that's a cliche, but I know that they mean it. When this yeah. door closes, here's where you, you know, here's a good thing. You position yourself in front of the, and I went, I didn't even think about that. And then I got off the phone going, it's, it's, it's good. It don't stop. So I think, you know, in, in this world of Hollywood, since you said there's a lot of artists and, and people aspiring to be, you do need people to just help you keep yourself together while you navigate this. Because you got a lot of people out here that don't care about us. Yeah. And so when you, have a, when you have a circle that you can go to and let go, it recharges you to be able to face that, that day and to keep going and to keep moving up. Yeah. Oh, that's what you need. Girl, that is what you need. Well, I'm agreeing you with you for your show, honey. I already know. Thank I can't you. wait to watch. I Thank can't wait so to watch. We love you, Sherry. So I appreciate that. I so appreciate yeah. the love. And right now is I, I saw an Instagram meme that was like corporations are hiring black people right now. Like we just came out yesterday. You know, like Girl, I know we've been here. <laughs> But you know, it's, it's, we we are being here. You just have to do the work to look. I say this all the time to people, even when I was on the View, and I remember when they were looking. We were talking about the lack of, you know, representation of Black women on Saturday Night Live, and I remember yeah. they put out the statement going, you know, we we just can't find anybody. They're there. 
It's just you have to step out of your comfort zone and look. And that's what I've been saying to people when they go, I please don't send me no more flowery poetry about how beautiful I am and how God created me and my beauty and, and my color. That's all fine and good. But what I need you to do is step out because you're a big name in the acting field. Step out and say, where's the, the black producers for this segment? Where's the people of color behind the camera? Where's the, where's the, the people that can green light projects? Where are yeah. they at? That's how you help me. So that the beauty of the skin color, you can see more of it. You yes. know? And, Talk and about that. that. So, yeah. You know, and, and we go through that too. It's like, it's not enough of us behind the scenes because if it was enough of us behind the scenes, people wouldn't be getting fired at networks for saying they pick cotton. Know what I'm talking about? I get, oh, I yeah. I'm very passionate about it. It was a little more brown people in that room. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't have been you wouldn't have hear, been hearing that kind of stuff. So that's what I challenge. I, I couldn't believe that. It's amazing, even at that level, you know, with Rob, like that happens to Robin Roberts, like, whoa. And like, that's the wow. stuff you don't see. Yeah. That's the, stuff, that's the unseen stuff that people don't see that goes on in this yeah. world that we live in because there's not enough people representing us up in those places. You have a person yeah. who got suspended, who said this stuff, and she was she was in charge of diversity and inclusion. Wow, you know, wow, this is this yeah. is what we're dealing with. So for me, and you know, so for me in this fight, because we're all working towards the same goal, and we yeah. we got to not be distracted. For me in this fight, when people call and go, "What can I do?" You gonna hear stuff that I will never hear. Yeah. So I need you to step up in the room. And when they say it, that's what stepping out of your comfort zone is. It's uncomfortable, yeah. but you have to confront that racism. You have mm -hmm. to say, oh, no, and bring somebody that looks like her in this room. Because maybe she mm -hmm. can explain to us why saying a comment like picking cotton and low rent is racist. Yeah. Representation. Uh, representation. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear also for that reason that you are in the process of pitching your own show. Yeah. What has that process been like? I mean, I know you, know you said you've already been turned down by a few people. How are you keeping your faith in that process? Because you have to know what you bring yeah. to the table. You have, mm -hmm. you have to know what it is that is unique. And so I'm yeah. so firm and confident in what I bring to the yeah. table. And I just, I look at it like, you just don't recognize it. And I'm also, because I have a faith in God, I go, you didn't give me this desire to, you know, be turned down and not have something. There's a, there's a picture here. So I'm believing yeah. in the picture that you're presenting to me. And I'm believing in the parts of the picture that you're not presenting to me. But what I do believe is that you said you made me unique. I do believe you put it in my DNA that I make, that I have to make people laugh. That what I'm bringing, I, I, I do believe that you allowed me to go through all of the trials and the tribulations and the falls and the fails and the humiliations for such a purpose as something. Mm -hmm. so, no, you, you know, you got to have your moments of being d disappointed. That's a real human emotion. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not glossing over that part, but I don't stay in that place of, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? And nothing wrong with me. They need more people to look like me that would go, this is exactly why you need something like this. Yep, you know? yep. and, and I go, I know that I'm positioned, God is positioning me to, for, to do something. So that's, mm -hmm. how I, that's how I can come out of it going, okay, all right. It didn't, it didn't work like I thought it was going to work over here, here, and here. Keep on moving. Keep on pushing. And then this is also a time 
you know, where they also, people have obligations to stuff that they picked up last season and this pandemic mm -hmm. hit us. So you also have to know sometimes stuff is not in your control. It just is right. what it is. They picked up so much content from last year that never saw the light of day that they're committed to. So bringing on yeah. a new project is a little bit difficult. And some people look, I pitched in front of one and the executive was fired at seven o'clock that night. So that certainly didn't have anything to do with me. New right. people coming in. And right. so at the end of the day, my faith of why I'm in this business is what sustains me. And so when I get on the phone with somebody and they say, come on, friend, let's, let's go into prayer first and foremost. So I can always keep my focus, get my focus back on him and his yeah. promises that, you know, that I fall on. Yes. I hope that answered the question. Ha! That was a whole sermon. Girl. Preach, preacher. Let, let, can we pass the offering plates in the comments, y'all? Just go on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Pass the offering plate. It's just amazing all of the things as a comedian, as an actress, as a host, as a personality, a talk show host, all of these things that you do. And, and you have so much to offer and you are such a joy, just have a joyous spirit every time. I know I see you on screen. It makes me happy, you know, which I, I truly believe is part of your gift. I'm, I'm so, thank you for that. I'm so incredibly thankful and grateful that at 53 years old, come on, people still want to deal with me. I don't take that for granted because this is a town of ageism for sure. Yes. And yes. so I'm so grateful that I'm still here and I still get to do what I love and play pretend. And I, and that, you know, God has opened up so many avenues for me to, to take part in. So I, I don't take it for granted and I'm just thankful because this yes. is a town that can be quite cruel to you when you reach a certain age. Cause you know, people feel like, and see you young, you beautiful girl, you got all, <laughs> You know, you, you, you don't have your makeup on and, it's, and you look beautiful. Oh, I'm you got my makeup? Like, I, I get up out of bed. I'm like, no, I got to put on a little something. Little something. Same. <laughs> you know, and, um, and, and I'm, I'm just, I'm very thankful, girl, that I still get to be in this business and play. Because I don't know what I would do if I had to go back to being a legal secretary. I got, girl, I, got, I had carpal tunnel. I got the, my fingers be locking up. I couldn't type if you paid me. Plus, I can't remember what you said. Two seconds before. <laughs> Girl. And, so. and your story, your story from being a legal secretary. I mean, you've told that story many times. It's an amazing and inspiring story. My story is very similar. I had a whole cor corporate career. And then um, I've, I've been an actress now for about four years and started writing, writing for Forbes, then starting the podcast and all of that. But to your point about ageism, I mean, I'm 35 now. Starting an uh, acting career, even in your 30s, people be looking at you like, what? You about to do what? Like, you, you better know what you know that you know you're supposed to be here. You have yeah. a place at the table. That's what you got to believe. Yeah. I have a place at this table. Why? Yeah. Because God said, I have a place at this table. Oh, and that's what I told you. Just like, I was talking yeah. to a comic yesterday, Jackie Fabulous. She was on America's Got mm -hmm. Talent. And she said, yes. I'm turning turn 50. What can I expect? What did you... What happened with you when you turned 50? I said it was the most horrible day of my life because I felt like I was going through this thing, girl, where I just felt like because I had let those thoughts get in my head of ageism. And I, for some reason, I was just like, I think it's over. It's, it's a downhill from here. Here, I'm single, you know, paying out all this money to ex-husbands. Just to, It just was bad. And I told people, don't say happy birthday. I would always get offline 
when my birthday came because I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to hear it. I said, don't send me no gifts. And so somebody did this for me. And I think everybody who turns a transitional age should have a friend do this. And I've done it for friends. They made me a okay. birthday book. They went to my 12 closest friends and said, send a picture of you and Sherry and what she means to you. So when I got this book in the mail and I was so mad that he had sent me this book, but he kept saying, God just kept putting it on my heart. Do this book, do this book, do this book. Ooh. And I was just so, and I, as I read the book, I think the first page was Garcelle Bouvet and I, we've been friends for a long time. And she put what I meant to her and how I inspired mm -hmm. her. And then it was Nisi with a funny story. Then it was my mm -hmm. friend, John Murray, my best friend, John Murray with a funny story. And some had people who had serious stories. And I, I did the ugly cry. And it completely changed my paradigm because I said, I am the sum total of these people. I am who I am today. And I've made a difference in people's lives. And it just changed my, it changed everything. So when I hit 53, I posted, I said, I'm 53, but this is how I'm feeling. And, and just mm -hmm. stuff from that past year, things in my life, me getting a dance on stage. And, and I did a photo shoot with Ashley Graham at 52 years old well when yeah. don't on. have no hips no booty <laughs> running on the beach in anguilla when god it. say you not done you're not done and when god yeah. says you might say but i'm not worthy i don't know they don't what and god says but i said what did mm. i say so i told her when she said i said when you turn 50 jackie Get excited. Get excited about what he is going to do in your life because he said it. He didn't put this desire in your heart to act. And he hasn't opened up the doors that he has without there's a big door. It's just he's he's grooming you, he's getting you ready so that when the stuff come at you, you got your friends holding you down and you can yes. be strong. And yes. so so I said, be ready. So it changed my life. So at 53, I was like, I'm, he ain't done. And if you're not done, I'm not done. But you got to do the stuff he tell you to do. There's things you got to do. Yeah. You got to keep your health together. You got to get your butter. You can't be sitting there going, I'm just waiting on God. And I'm going to eat this donut. And I'm waiting on God. No, good well. Diabetes is lurking around the corner trying to get black folks. So yeah. there's things that you got to do. But there's yeah. some stuff that God is going to do. So I say, get ready, girl. He didn't take you out of this corporate job and put you in here and put you in front of people without having a big picture and plan. And that big picture is going to come to pass because he said it so. Mm. You better speak over my life, Sherry Shepard. Expectation. Expectation of you don't know what he's going to do, but he's putting you in front of people. And you're changing the world by what the content that you're bringing. Sherry, you're going to make me cry today. Yeah, girl, we can go and cry because we're just so thankful. I don't know how people do it without, without him. You, it's just, this walk and what we do is so hard. And for women, it's so hard. And women of a certain age, is hard because people stop looking at us. Sometimes we stop being, you know, we kind of disappear. And we don't have the stamina that, that you know, y'all young people have. Because we've been doing so much in the weight of the world. Get on us sometimes. And you just go, I'm tired. But that's why you have to have your friendships. So then when your yeah. spirit is tired, you got somebody coming in going, friend, lean on me. Because I'm not tired yeah. yet. Oh, when you strong. Get somebody who's tired that can lean on you. Yeah. Mm, you That's how we all get up there. So you, be ready, girl. Just get I'm, ready. I'm saying ready. 
I'm gonna stay ready for my <laughs> Right. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for that word. I think I've just been lifted by that. I think so many people are going to be lifted by that word that you just gave us. Um, of course, I have to talk about. Yes, Amen. I got to talk about your set the second part to your Netflix show, Mr. Inglacius. Oh, Mr. Iglesias, I'm excited because this is a show. I love doing this with Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias, stand-up yes. comic actor, because it's a show that your whole family can watch. Like, you literally mm -hmm. can sit down on the couch and watch this show. And we need yeah. that. You know, even though you're at the house with these kids all day, every day, and you might need a little room, we just sometimes we just need to sit and watch something that we can all laugh about together. It's also a show that is... You know, they really touch on a lot of issues that are happening today with what these kids are going through. So we got a cast of kids. I, I, I'm like a mother to all of them. I love them so much. And Gabe is amazing. And the show was just, it, it's like a welcome back Cotter because I played the principal of the school and Gabriel Iglesias is best friend. Um, and, yeah. and, and he's got Jacob Vargas from the movie um, Next Friday and Richard Gant from, from Greenleaf and who are, am I missing? Uh, Maggie Geha from she's from a show called Gotham. So we got some really, really wonderful actors, and I love it. And there's one story I have to share about Gabe because it, you know, when you work with nice people, just nice stuff comes to you. They were casting because he has a love interest now in the show, and they okay. were casting big names to be his mm -hmm. love interest. Size six mm -hmm. girls, big, beautiful girls. None yeah, like that. but I love that girl. But this is it. This is a heartwarming girl. There was a girl who worked in our wardrobe department, Elora Casado, and she had done mm -hmm. theater in New York. She was a theater major, but she didn't have an agent out here. She didn't, she wasn't working. She didn't know how to get an agent. She was a wardrobe person. So she makes sure my bra is not showing in my suit. She makes sure I put my shoes on. She's yeah. wardrobe, but she always wanted to act. And so the head yes. of the wardrobe department went to Gabriel Iglesias and said, can she audition to play your love interest? Now you don't do that. You get fired for stuff like that. That's not protocol. You have to have an agent in this town to get you. Yeah. Well, you only need one person to believe in you. Just one. Yes. Not a whole mm -hmm. party. And the, the head of the wardrobe said, Gabe, can she just come audition? And Gabriel, being who he is, he said, yeah. So she went in there nervous as heck. Now, this was the final calls for his girlfriend with the big wow. name. Wow. She, she blew him away. She was so funny. She matched him pound for pound with funny and gave a little, a little sassy and booked the role to play his girlfriend. <gasps> Can I tell you? And she's good. And they made her a regular on this show. She comes in, Elora comes in in about the fifth episode as his, as his love interest. I, that's what I told her. One person. You don't need 10. You need one person to just yeah. say, I see you. And that one person yeah. was Gabriel Iglesias. He saw oh. And from there, then she had agents calling, going, are you playing this girlfriend? Well, let me take a look at you. Uh -huh. Even though she, she, and she could have been better and said, but I sent you my picture. You never looked at me right. before. Right. And God said it was time now. It's time so now. I get so excited. I just, you know, I just want to encourage people because this was her story. She, for years, been trying to get an agent and act here trying to act. And now you put on a major show on Netflix, playing this man's girlfriend, and they made you a regular. Yes. I was like, what, girl? Look how quickly that happened, too. And when God says it's going to happen, he be moving stuff. He yes. Moving stuff. Quick. You know? And she's gotten to work with really wonderful people. We just fell in love with her. And I said, but yeah. are you going to fix my, you ain't going to fix, can you still fix my bra straps so it ain't showing? 
<laughs> but um, it just, it just, that story is so inspiring to me and working on the show. This kind of stuff happens. Gabriel Iglesias took me on the road with him and he said, I don't want to um, insult you because I know you are a headliner, but would you open for me? And I said, sure, Gabe, because Gabe goes all around the world selling out arenas. I said, sure, what comedy club we doing? He said, we're not doing a comedy club. We're doing a 9,000 seat arena. I've never done that many people. And I said, well, wow. where's that? At? Is that like the Staples Center in LA? He said, no, we're going to Hawaii. I'm going to fly you and one person, first class, everything. I took my best friend. She's a human resource person. If people think I just got celebrity friends, I don't. My bestest friend in the world since we were in sixth grade together, still my best friend. And she's just a human resources person. And I took her and Gabe took us to Hawaii and let me have my first experience in front of 9,000 people. And I love this. I don't want to get in trouble with the IRS. He knew I was having problems. Yeah. I've got to pay out two ex-husbands uh, money every month. The door, it was a knock on the door. I didn't have my wig on. I looked like ludicrous, uh, just crazy. But I opened up that door. Do you know he had a wad full of money? And he said, I know everybody is taken from you. So here's this in cash. No. I, burst out, I burst into tears, girl. I said, oh my God, nobody's ever done this for me. Nobody. Wow. And that's wow. who Gabriel Iglesias is. And I think that that comes through in his performances on Mr. Iglesias, the love that he has, because he was going to be a teacher and he decided to get into stand up. So he that's he wanted to show about teaching a band of misfit kids yeah. and how his love and how he sees them shines through. But that is true oh. the person that he is. I love that. I love that. And I love the representation and the diversity on that show. Come on. We got Latinas. We got Black folks. <laughs> yes. Maggie, Maggie, our, our co-star, she was like, I'm the only white person here. Yeah, because we got some diversity, girl. What? what? That is a rare moment. That's a rare moment when a white woman can look around and say, I'm the minority here. When does that happen? When does that happen? But that should start that should start being the norm. That you're not looking at, you know, Marta Kaufman from Friends was crying because she said, if I'd have known then what I know now, because that was the biggest complaint about Friends. You never saw any color. Yep. It was no, yep. it, you're talking to, you know, New York City and there was never any color, but that was because yep. there was nobody in that room going, hey, Marta. You know, you can yeah. really kind of think of three black people. It was Aisha Tyler, Gabrielle Union, and a girl named Sherry Shepard on Friends. And it's like, you know, adding a little bit of color. But that's why you need people in the room to go, we need people, we need some, that's what I love about Shonda Rhimes. You know, mm -hmm. you see this hospital, the head of the chief of staff is black. The head surgeons is this, like it's, that yeah. is what the world is. How to get away yeah. with murder. You need a Shonda Rhimes in that position and people got to step up and go. You might be that person to be in that position, girl. Right. To be calling oh. the shots. Yeah. Oh. God's got big vision for you. So, hey. Um, you know what? I receive everything that you're telling me today. And can, can I talk about your production company? When I saw the name of your production company, okay? Faith Walker Productions. Yes. Faith Walker Productions. I said, hmm, does that mean what I think it means? Yes, it and does. And you know, I asked your publicist, Simone, and she said, it does. Tell us more. My life is always walk by faith. My life is yeah. always, my life is always, my mantra is if it scares you, run towards it. Because mm. that's where blessings lie on the other yeah. side of the fear. Because fear yeah. stops us from doing so much. Fear 
keeps us in the I wish and I'm dreaming. But if you get on the other side of the fear, you get to actually live and participate, make the dream an action. And um, I've always, it's always been God saying to me in, in moments in my life, do you trust me? And I'm gonna be honest, there's times. I remember when they, when they, uh, I was supposed to leave The View, I made a decision to leave The View. God said it was time. And I started yeah. going through, and, and, I, and, and when I started going through my divorce, I said, this is gonna be big and messy and expensive. I better stay. I went back to the safety because The View was trying to keep me at the time. They were trying to keep me and I was trying to leave. And yeah. the moment I decided, I said, I'm gonna stay. And God, I heard that little voice going, but do you trust me? And I was like, you don't know nothing about this over here, Lord. This, I done been through this before. I already know yes, this scenario. Yes. I need to stay stacked this money. And, da -da 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 -da. and when they released me from my contract, yeah. when they had been trying to keep me and they released me, and I remember sitting in the mirror, girl, at the view, and I heard a little voice that was like, I said it was time to go. Now, however I'm going to get you out, it's time to go. And I sit in the mirror and all those thoughts, you know, you start talking to the Lord like he can't hear you real slow. Like, do you understand, Father? I, I, I'm going through a divorce. I got a son with special needs and therapy. And, and God was like, do you trust me? And I said, mm -mm, no, don't. And I said, I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth. And I, the yeah. voice said, that's all I need. Mm. That mustard seed. And literally all two I weeks do. later, about yeah. one in the morning, girl, Will Packer called me. I don't even know how I got my phone. Ooh. Will Packer called me. He said, hey, lady, I got this little role in my movie Ride Along too. Would you like, yes, yes, playing the yeah. wedding planner that Kevin Hart did not like. And then a week after that, they called me from Cinderella on Broadway. Hey, uh, Fran Drescher is leaving the part of playing the evil stepmother. Cinderella on Broadway, would you like? Okay, I don't know how to sing. Broadway musicals mean you sing. So okay, we'll take out your solo and you'll just sing with everybody else. Okay. Wow. I did run on Broadway with Kiki Palmer. We, we changed it around. It was like 2% black people. By the time I finished my run, the whole audience was black. People were like, we, we took a bus out here just so our daughters and son could see a black woman playing Cinderella and a black woman playing the evil stepmother. Oh. Mm. When God say, it's time, it's time. Yeah. And I heard a pastor yeah. say, where he leads, he feeds. Where he guides, he provides. Where he directs, Ooh. he protects. And I never forgot that it was Bishop Omer. I never forgot that. So I, I don't know what you asked me, girl. Welcome to 53. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what you asked me. You answered it and some more. <laughs> this is the part, of, the part of turning 53. I'm like, boy, this memory of mine. <laughs> we were talking about your production company. And that's the, oh, thank you, Mama. Walking by yeah. faith. Walking by faith. Walking by faith. And and, and you yeah. also have this amazing podcast with Kim Whitley under your production company, yes, right? It's, it, yes, it's two funny mamas, and I've been yes. like, I've been friends with Kim Whitley so long, and I love her so much. She's so funny, and there's a side yeah. of her that people don't even know besides being mm -hmm. funny and crazy. And I know mm -hmm. that side. And for four years, I've been on Kim. Let's do a podcast together. And she goes, yes. well, I, I ain't got no time. I got to do this. And so finally, because I had talked her into it, and then we got quarantined. And I said, Kim, let's do it at home. And we have been having so much fun with this podcast. Of, I mean, we got into a discussion, a girl, about, because we're both business women, about how yeah. you start a business. How do you walk mm -hmm. into a room to feel like you're worth it? How do you how do you take that place and sit at that table confidently? What are the yes. steps that you take? The practical steps that you can can take 
to feel confident, you know, yes. and things like that. And then how we feel as mothers trying to raise yes. our sons as single women, how we feel about relationships. We say, you know, and everything is through the lens of funny and we want to lighten it up. And, and yes. because we want to make you be able to laugh. We had a woman that said, I work as a bus driver in Minnesota and I yes. live for these podcasts. Yeah, you know what that means. I mean, and so we go on and talk about politics and marching and how the marching is for the young heads. We the aunties is back here funding. We funding the march. We 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 making it so when you gotta get out, of, you know, they arrest you. There's some money for your bail. We the yes. aunties over here praying because Kim yeah. said, "Girl, I got so much metal in my body. If I go out there and a horse touch my shoulder, the horse gonna fall. I got all this metal in my body." She said, "Sherry, if they make me lay down." And they screaming, I can't breathe. And I lay down, who gonna help me up? I can't get up. Oh my. <laughs> so we, you know, we, we just want to make you laugh. And then we, we talk, yeah. and, we, and then we women, we talk about sex toys. I told her Nisi Nash gave me a sex toy. Yeah. You watch it when you're in your fifties, you can't have a double orgasm because you might stroke out. <laughs> I know God is my agent girl, but I'm 53. Oh no, we talk about it all. And God created sex, right? The God created, God created sex. And I think he created them orgasms. I told you, if they having them before, I did. I had a double orgasm with this little toy Nisi Nash gave me. And the whole side of my face. I said, I can't feel the right side of my face. <gasps> I said, I told you about them double orgasms. So we 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 covered the gamut of stuff because we too funny. Yes. And so I love, I love it. that people can subscribe to our podcast because we finance it ourselves or literally Kim gave me her month her a portion of the money. I financed it. <laughs> Everything we got. Equipment, lights, microphones, I have paid for. So this is all Come on, I believe. and I told Kim I believe in the vision of our podcast. We are here to make people feel better. And if they're yes. listening and going to work, I want them to feel better. And I want them to be able to laugh. Because when you laugh, you really should take make do an exercise people about laughing. Take some time out during your day. If you can laugh for just 30 seconds, just laugh. You can make yourself yeah. laugh. And just do it. It does something to your spirit and your soul to just mm. release. Oh, what a gift. Yes. What so a gift. That is our podcast. Thank you for mentioning that. I appreciate oh, that. Of course. Come on and support black businesses, y'all. That's what we're doing right now, right? That's a we black business. Support. Supporting black. I'm telling you. Sherry, I could talk to you all day, but I got to ask you these God questions, okay? Yes. Yes. What I call the God questions. Are y'all? Are you ready for the God questions? I am. Okay. I could I'm talk here. to you all day. Though. I feel like I just want to call you on the phone and just, you know. I'm in New York, but listen, if you if we can be besties if I move to LA, I'll just move, sis. You have to give me your information because if you're in LA, you have to come to one of our sister friend dinners. Where we just I would sit. Nisi will have it at her place, Kim will have it at her place. We just sit and chill and we just talk. We have a good oh. old time. So we have to get your information, girl. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. I'll Most be there. Definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. So these God questions. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, what is your definition of God? My definition mm. of God is this person who says, I love you. I love you mm -hmm. in your cause. I love you in your imperfections. My definition of God is this entity that says, I'm here. I'm here. I just want to talk to you. I'm here. Yeah. And his yeah. arms are always out. And when I go, oh, I made a mistake. I failed. He goes, I'm here. Who doesn't look at me and judge me. 
there's consequences to what I do. But at yeah. the end of the day, he goes, I love you and I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's it's a God who laughs when I'm silly. And I go, I shouldn't. Like with the orgasm joke, Lord. Yeah. I know. I should. And he laughs. <laughs> and he goes, but that's the way I created you. Because yeah. I know your heart. I know your heart. And that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. And Lord, yeah. I don't want, you know, today I did this and I don't feel good. But I'm here. That's my definition of God. He loves us in all our perfections because he made us. He knows us. And all that flowers, and 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 he just has his hands out going. I ain't going nowhere because I said I wouldn't leave you, and I said I wouldn't forsake you, and I said I'd take care of that boy in there. That's what I said. Mm, I love that. Where is God? Where is God? <sighs> Standing right here, going. You running your mouth. You running your mouth now. You have to come talk to me again. He's here. He's everywhere. He's he's literally in every facet of my day. Yeah. When I'm wrong, when I'm doing wrong, when I'm he's here. And he talks, and sometimes I drown out his voice because it's soft. You don't have to scream at me. Sometimes, though, he did scream at me one time when he told me to stop going to Pinkberry because I was eating Pinkberry three, four, five times a day. And it was so much sugar. And literally, it was so yes. much sugar. And I was zoning out my blood pressure because I'm diabetic. And I heard a yes. voice that said, no, not mm -hmm. stop it. No. Yeah. It, was, it was like a boom in my ear. Wow. No more Pinkberry. Yeah. And I stopped cold turkey. I've been off sugar for two years, almost three years off sugar. And what? so when people when people say you glow and you look good, you look sugar. I, I ain't trying to push it on nobody. You got to get it when you get it. The light bulb got to go off when it go off with you. Sugar is not good for you. And when I stopped it, when he said that, screamed in my ear. I knew that that's me being addicted. I have an addictive personality. It was killing me. So sometimes mm. I got to scream at you when he know you about to die. And it's been a few times he said that. You know, when my weight loss, when he had Jeffrey say, if you die, who's going to be my bodyguard, mom? And he said, no more. I know that's not my will for you, but you got to yeah. do some things. He is this loud. But for the most part, he's like, I just want to talk to you, girl. So yeah. he's, he's here. He's there. He's everywhere. I love that. I love that. What is your daily spiritual practice or? Um, um, yeah. I get up. I used to get on my knees in prayer, but <laughs> welcome to 53. Bad knees. Not happening. <laughs> Um, so I sit at the edge of my bed, literally. I used to close my eyes, but now when I close my eyes, I tend to fall asleep and my brain goes all over the place. So I open okay. my eyes. I literally will open my eyes and, and, and talk to the Lord. And I sit there and I talk. Then I meditate. Because sometimes um, we do so much talking to the Lord. Sometimes yeah. we just got to sit and listen. And I started doing meditation, which has helped yeah. me tremendously, girl just guided meditation because my thoughts are so all over the place and it helps me focus focus on the blood rushing through your calves i just need that voice so it's i just i sit there i pray open my eyes and and you got to thank him for the little things just start finding little things to thank him for just my grandmother used to say lord thank you for blessing me to wake up today and i used to laugh at her but at 53 i go lord thank you for blessing me to wake up today because you didn't have to do it Amen. You yeah. actually control my heart. Thank you for allowing me to see. Thank you for that. So it keeps you in a state of gratefulness so you don't so you can appreciate where you are and what you have. Did yes. I answer that question? Did I um, answer you that question? Oh. <laughs> You've given us so much. Be clear. Um, last one is I always say that God is my agent. Um, what would you say? God is your what? Fill in the blank. God is your Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I went through this when I got out of I got married because I was scared. 
because I was scared that I was getting older, that nobody would want to date me because I was getting older. I was scared that I wouldn't have nobody protecting me. I was scared that I wouldn't have anybody protecting my son. And all those were such the wrong reasons. And I had to learn after going through a divorce that God said, I'm here. I'm going to be your Ooh. husband. I'm going to be your protector. Ooh. I'm going to be the guy that gets your cable fixed. I remember I couldn't fix this, something on my TV. And I was like, Lord, this is what I need a man for. This is why I got married. And, and yeah. uh, it was a knock at the door. It was the maintenance people who were next door. And they said, we're just going around, just going around checking to see if everybody's okay because we know the cable is out. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow. So to me, God is my everything. He is literally my protector. He is the person that guides my career and yeah. stops stuff. He's my, he's my weight consultant, my health, yeah. my nutritionist. That's yeah. a big part of who God is, is my health person, making sure I'm on the straight and narrow with what I put in my body. Yeah. So he literally, he is, he is my everything. Um, yeah. He's, he is everything to me. And literally he just told me, cause I'm so protective over my son, this little black boy who's 15, who's got a great sense of humor. He loves the WWE, but he also watches SpongeBob. And according to his Snapchat, he just wants a girlfriend and he's funny. But if you don't like his skin color, you'll never see the beauty of who he is. And every day I go, how do I protect him? And God said to me, you got to give him to me. That's been the hardest thing of going, I got to protect him. And God goes, you've got to turn him over to me, Sherry. So right now, right now, God is stepping in as the man in my life, taking care of my baby. Yeah. That's who he is right now. Because that's why I need him the most. Protect my baby. Oh, God got you. And you definitely got your baby. Girl. Yeah, he just says, you got to release. That's what God says. Like, you got to release. You really got to believe it and release it and lay it at the, at the foot of the cross. Because yeah. that's where he's at. You got to believe yeah. that. Oh. Thank you so much for being so. You about to change. You about to change yeah. the world because you didn't make me cry on crowns interviews. Because once I got my lashes on. Oh. You still glowing, sis. You glowing. You still glowing. Sherry Shepard, thank you so so much. I want everybody to please tune in to Doctor, not Doctor, Mister Inglacius. Tomorrow, we even got an upgrade to doctor today. The doctor, uh, the doctor. Mr. Glacius premieres tomorrow. I start Dish Nation, being the host of Dish Nation in August. Yeah! Um, I love Congratulations. pop culture. I, and I'm gonna just say this with Dish Nation because I need to stop praying. I love pop culture. It was harder to do it on The View because the ladies like the political stuff. But I start my day with Donald Trump and I'll end it with Khloe Kardashian and Trump. <laughs> I just, I like pop culture. So this is level. To get on Dish Nation and do it from a place of love, um, yeah. and just you know do all things celebrity and pop, and just be funny. And I do that, and then my podcast, Two Funny Mamas, is just Too we funny drop one. Two Funny Mamas, you can subscribe on YouTube. We drop a new podcast uh, or any podcast platforms if you want to listen. If you want to see us, we're on YouTube, and uh, you know where I just get to be funny with my friend. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sherry Shepard. This has been amazing. Thank you. It's been amazing for me. Your spirit is, I had never met you before, and your spirit is so wonderful. And, and thank you for changing the world because you bring out stuff too 
from people to inspire people. So thank you. I look forward to meeting you, hanging with you. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of God is My Agent. Please go and stream Mr. Inglacius on Netflix now and check out Two Funny Mamas on any streaming platform where you listen to podcasts. This episode was especially inspiring to me. I hope that if you feel the same way, you will share it with a colleague or friend. Be encouraged.